All right. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of our Puget Systems podcast. We've finally landed on the official rebrand of all of this. It is the Puget Systems podcast. That's it. We're good. Uh, Easy and simple. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So, and great episode today. I'm really excited for this. We have the man, the myth, the Punisher himself. <laughs> Clinton Jones. Of, what is up, of, everyone? What's up, Houston? Yeah, various pedigrees, um, which is super cool. Very exciting stuff. Um, wow. Yeah. So we're going to talk about all kinds of good stuff. 3D, VFX, computer stuff, arts, photography. Um, yeah, this is this will be great. So um, as I'd like to do, just in case anybody doesn't already know who you are and what you do, go ahead and give yourself a little intro. Awesome. Okay. Intro time. Uh, what's up, everybody? My name is Clinton Jones. I am a director and 3D artist. Um, what do I do? I don't know. I, I love making short films. I love telling stories. I love making 3D art and putting all those things together into one is always a good time. And uh, I already seen the chat. We got a bunch of people yeah. from the community. We got Soto Monte. What's up? Arkboard, One Dead Duck. Lots of recognizable, familiar faces. It's good to see everybody. Yeah, that's great. So, yeah. Oh, man. Okay. So, man, where do we even start? Um, yeah, so many things. Yeah. And, and I, I, I must say, first, thank you guys so much for having me on this thing. You guys are amazing. I love you all so much. And uh, it's nice to be on the other end of a live stream. Usually, I'm the one live streaming. And it's like nice to just be like, Ah, oh, just show up here at this time and let's chat. Yeah, yeah. That's, I, I play both sides of myself uh, often nice. enough, so it's, it's pretty cool. Nice. Uh, says he does a few things, as in everything. Yeah, yeah. Well, and <laughs> I imagine, so um, you've recently left Corridor, where you had, you know, Corridor Digital, you had a big place with them. And I didn't know this, but we were, just before the stream, you told me that you had worked with Freddie Wong. Um, with, I imagine that was with Rocket Jump. I think. Yeah. 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 That's super cool. I have to say this just from a personal standpoint, I've, there's so much content out there that I'm now realizing are from people like, like Corridor or Freddie Wong and stuff that I loved and was consuming and didn't realize who was behind it all. And, and so now like getting to talk like with you and and some of those guys in the past, it's like, wait, you did that video. That's amazing. So (laughs) (laughs) it was really cool. Uh, Yeah. And and that's a big, I think that's a big part of what's, what makes this show kind of um, really exciting and fun for me. And I think hopefully for the audience as well is, um, not everybody really realizes what goes into making a lot of the stuff that we consume regularly, the people and, and really the, just the work that really goes into it. Oh my goodness. So much work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So much work, just hours, <laughs> days, weeks, months of work goes into sometimes just a few seconds worth of something. You know, I'm, I'm working on something right now as does everyone else in this, the three, we're doing the 3d community challenge. Um, mm-hmm. And like, it's five seconds. All you got is five seconds, but we're taking a month to work on just five seconds, you know? Wow. And imagine like Pixar or Disney, you know, doing their thing over there. And it's like, oh my goodness, they're working for, I think it takes like five years to make an animated movie. Yeah. Up yeah. to five years or something like that. And it's just like, that's a lot of work. <laughs> right. Right. Oh man. Yeah. And that's something too, I've noticed, um, with, with creative types like, like yourself is, um, even, so even when you get like a, a new, like top of the line professional, super powerful machine that can do all of what you used to way faster, you, you, you guys don't ever rest. It's like, Oh, this, this can do my old 4k thing 10% faster. I'm not going to just take that extra 10, 15, 20 minutes and, take a nap no i'm yeah. gonna do something even bigger i'm gonna fill that extra time with like with something bigger better brighter and it's super cool yeah it's very rare that like a 3d artist has a computer that's that can do everything that they see in their head as fast as they want it to you know like usually we're always behind we're always like just like your computer is like this much and you're trying to like you're trying to like get past it and push it you know and it's it's a struggle a lot of the times it's a struggle and like obviously you know when you first start out it's like that struggle is real you know and like the more you do it and you start getting paid gigs and whatnot you can invest in in a machine that saves you so much time and like you know you guys 
are amazing. I got a Puget <laughs> computer, of course. Like we're on we're Puget live stream. I got the Puget computer down here, and it's it's unbelievable. It just allows me to like to do what I see in my head as quickly as possible. Yeah, you know. So it's freaking that, awesome. That actually brings me a, a, a good question. Is there is there something that you've had in your head that you're like, oh, man, I just I can't do I could can't do it until now. I've had scenes that I've tried to like. I'm a huge Studio Ghibli fan, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a movie called Porco Rosso, and he has the coolest like little chill area. It's in a cove, and there's like a big old rock wall and like trees above it, and he's got his boat that pulls up and through a cave. The sunlight shining down. He's got his tent and everything. Such a cool little setup. And I I was recreating that. I think I was on a GTX like 1070. Yeah, I was on a T 1070. And it was eight gigs of VRAM, uh, and I just maxed it out, and my computer just was like, nope. Um, and I'll I'll have done things that like I cannot complete. It's I, I usually don't think of it as like, um, oh, I can't do this thing until I have this. I usually do it, and like once I reach the like precipice, where it's like you can you can no longer go further than how far you've come right now. So I was like, okay, huh. Maybe I'll just shelf that one. I never came back to it, <laughs> but, but, I mean, now I, I think what I got a Quadro uh, A6000. I think it's 48 mm-hmm. gigabytes of VRAM. This sounds about right. Yeah, that'll handle that'll handle that scene no problem. I can go back to that scene and pull it up, yeah. easy. Yeah. Uh, I just hadn't done it. There's been so many things, you know. There's like, oh, I'm, I'm like trying to move on to the next thing, you know. Right, right. That. So how do you handle that? You got a lot going on. You're you're now your own business and, and your, your community and youtube discord all this stuff how do you juggle it all um that's a good question or anything? no i don't have an assistant um i luckily so i have a discord server on this mm-hmm. discord server uh we host weekly challenges and whatnot and when i say we i mean there's moderators on this server um and some of them here are in the chat i, I know i saw soda monte a second ago um but you know, I have some people who are like, who believe in the idea of a 3D community who also get fired up and passionate like myself. And we're like, how can we fire up the these 3D artists to like get better at their craft? And like, we, you know, we call it learning and growing together. We're all learning and growing together, right? And like, yeah, 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 it's, it's gonna be that forever until I die. Um, so, thank God, you know, for these moderators who are there, like working the community helping me set up these 3d challenges, the weekly challenges, you know? Um, so that is extremely, extremely helpful and extremely necessary. Um, but yeah, so like, how do I, how I juggle everything, you know, like I'm running this 3d challenge right now, do my own art for it. Um, basically like it all comes down to scheduling, right? So, and it's something I'm not too good at and I'm, I'm trying to get better at me too. So I love reading, huge, huge fan of like self-help books and whatnot. And and every time I read one, I think like, oh, I'm leveling up. I'm like, you know, in Skyrim or something. And I'm like, oh, I read a book, got some skill points, you know? Um, And there's one book, it's called Eat That Frog. And it's a very strange title, which is like, of course, it's like, oh, what does that mean? Well, um, basically there's like, if you had to eat a frog, how would you eat that frog? And you're like, well, shoot, um, would you save it for the end of the day? Would you do it in the middle of the day? Would you do it after a nap? Would you do it first thing in the morning? And that's what the book says. Like, do the hardest thing first, right in the morning, and list out your things, like the different goals you have or the things you have to do in mm-hmm. order of importance. So like the most important thing is like, oh, I have to respond to like this client or I have to finish this art and deliver this thing or like, you know, I have to write xyz that's always at the top so for myself like i'm writing a movie um i'm running this 3d challenge right now outside of that there's you know there's also the youtube channel it's not just this month it's the whole youtube is 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 forever it all at least in this moment right now um so i have different things i'm doing and usually I, i wake up I like to work out. I'm really, really trying to wake up a little bike ride or something. Yeah. And then, uh, just write, work on the movie. And then I like made a promise to myself. I'm like, look, after 11 o'clock, 11 AM, then I can hop into like the normal work day. Okay. And then, yeah, you know, I do my thing. Um, 
emails like uh, we talked before this like emails have to answer emails doing the business side of everything is difficult because you just want to create art but you got to get those emails because there's no way you're going to be able to to like run a business or grow a business if you don't reach out to people who who want to work with you and want to collaborate with you so you have to do that too and like be attentive to that and 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 respond uh in in a good amount of time you can't leave people hanging and like i sometimes i can be i hate my phone man i hate my phone i i I hate like having like a bunch of texts i hate having a bunch of a wall of emails it like stresses me out and it just piles up and piles up and like i got mail piling up everywhere you know like that could be that's that's like the worst so i really just make sure like i i spend 30 minutes at least a day just going through emails answering emails just one after the other one after the other same for um any mail that comes in to deal with it, deal with it. It's the stuff like that you have to do as an adult in order to mm-hmm. have fun and play, you know? Yeah. So that's what I'm realizing. Yeah. It's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's funny you mentioned that one of the first comments said, Hey, come in uh, fury DT on YouTube says we should ask Clint if he did his taxes. <laughs> Dude, that's a, that's an old reference. That was God dang. There's a, there's a video of me online on my, I'm like shirtless, I'm really young, and I'm freaking out about taxes. I'm like, what the heck? I have to pay this? What do I have to, what do you mean I have to pay this? To who? By when? There's no deadline. How am I supposed to, like, I'm just freaking out. And it's like, um, it was when I was working with Freddie, mm-hmm. uh, Freddie and Brandon way back in the day. And Brandon's like, yeah, you gotta pay taxes, bud. It's something we all gotta do. Um, I have not paid my taxes yet this year, so. Uh, you got time, it's okay. I got time, I got time, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. At least I'm a good, month, you got at least a month. It's for sure, I gotta, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta oh, we got William Fauché in here too, what's oh, up dude? Yeah. Oh, if actually, you don't know William Fauché, he is one of the top Unreal Engine educators right now, he runs a really good YouTube channel, so if y'all are trying to learn Unreal. In fact, a future guest, I, I have to reach out, William, while I have you in the chat, I have to reach out. We've been introduced, and at least via email, so he may yes. be our next, our next guest, or soon, he's soon guest coming up. So yeah, yes. he's 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 great. Shout out, William. Good to see you, or at least see your name written out in whatever font that is. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So okay. So. I, earlier you you had mentioned that you really like short film short short yeah 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 and man there, that could that could lead to a few different questions because like what's the difference between a movie a video and a film like or whatnot <laughs> what, what yeah. is it about um and short when you mean when you say short like we're talking 15 minutes or are we talking like TikToks 30 seconds to three minutes like what do you mean short video short film. when i say short film i mean anywhere from like five to 15 minutes okay. they can go longer you sure. know but what is it about the shortness the short videos that it, that attracts you so much well it's all i could really do i i, I as as a as a kid um you know my dad would show me a bunch of cool movies and i'd be like well i want to do that i want to make something like that cool so i would do the shortest or i would do the longest version of what i could do at that time as a kid and that was like three minutes i'm like i got your attention for three minutes i'm gonna do this thing and like <clears throat> i don't even think youtube was out it was myspace i was posting it on myspace <laughs> nice okay yeah, i was like it was like grand theft auto stunt videos i'd like edit them together and put a soundtrack to it you know um cool and then eventually got to the point where i was like i discovered uh windows movie maker and like how to use a camera and like how to add a muzzle flash to my airsoft guns i started making doing silly airsoft videos and then that came to the point where i was like oh there's this guy named andrew kramer and he's teaching people how to use after effects i'm like well shoot i can do this like this is amazing you know so i jump in and i start doing vfx tests and those are shorts those are little shorts right mm-hmm. but then i started realizing like you know what it doesn't matter if i don't have a story so that's that's the hardest that's the hardest part is Ooh, the story okay. yeah because that's the thing that's going to hold you there you're not going to be like you're not going to be watching the movie if there's no story sure even if there's great view effects you're, you're not going to care like who cares yeah. so i started diving more that's when like the short films started coming around and i was like okay how do i tell a story over 10 minutes eight minutes 15 minutes right yeah um, 
because I want to make a movie. That's what I want to do, you know? Like, I want to aspire to to make a movie. I'm writing a movie. I'm doing it. And uh, it's going to happen. And I, and I know that, like, writing is so hard for me. And story is dif- so difficult that I know if I can write it and get past it, I can make it. That's the yeah. most exciting thing. Yeah. So I'm amped. Oh, that's cool. Uh, I want to grab a question from YouTube. Uh, M. Ray, M. Ray Plays asks, how much do you meditate? Oh, God. <laughs> if you do, I suppose. I don't. I okay. should. <laughs> um, I do things that are like meditation, like uh, riding the bike in the morning. I'll ride, like do a little cycling in the morning. Um, I love rock climbing. So I go out outdoors or hike bring the ropes pack it up pack lunch you know get the camper stove out and just go out yeah, and yeah. climb for the whole day and you got to focus when you're yeah. climbing and um i didn't know that meditation is basically focusing on one thing for a long a longer amount of time like i mm-hmm. didn't really know that and when people be like riding a motorcycle oh it's like it's like meditation you know or it's like therapy i was like i don't understand that well, no, it's because if you don't focus on riding your bike, you're going to die. So you really got to like all of their thoughts aside. I'm right. just trying to ride this motorcycle right now. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I, I, I should, you know, I love doing yoga. So Ooh, cool. Focusing on my breath and whatnot and yeah, down to all I, that. But I think that's an important, uh, I, I try to meditate in the classic sense of, you know, just being still and present and whatnot, but it can be tough. Um, just a lot of noise and stuff, but you make a good point of like, it is more about like the focus on one particular thing, whether it's my your breath as a climbing even or whatnot. There's, I feel like there's a lot of different things that could come under meditation that people don't necessarily attribute to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what is it? Uh, what's the meditation app called? I use calm calm. Okay. Yeah. I've heard of that one. Headspace is another good one that's the one i was talking about yeah that they got a great show on netflix uh Mm. on like how to meditate like you know me and my my fiance we went through that like that was awesome kind of like broke it down and gave you ways to to you know to meditate if people are like oh what is it about it's great we should all do it more often i should do it more often (laughs) yeah Uh, yeah well that's that that could be a whole nother whole nother seriously (laughs) Uh, i'll grab some more of these questions we're getting some good stuff from from youtube arkboard asks what uh what's all y'all's favorite short film animation piper blew my mind with the sand particle sims oh yeah that was a good one Mm -hmm. that was a good one favorite short film or animation Boy, it's been a minute since I've consumed short films and animations. Right? Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, for me, you, the first that popped any? in, yeah, the first that popped into my head was the um, the Animatrix. The, oh yeah. It was like kind of it's kind of an anthology of short films, I think. Yeah. Sort of, and, and in different animation styles and stuff. That was that was great. I thought at that time, as a supplement to the Matrix universe and stuff, that was really really good. I like that one. Yep, Animatrix is super solid. Um, the one with the kids that go into that house that's all like it's the house is all glitched out it's an abandoned house that's glitched oh. out and they have like that gravity and they like throw in cans and the cans will do slow-mo and then they'll flip slow-mo and then but they get the yeah. nosebleed and they're like ah oh, this is uh, <laughs> a risky here I'm trying yeah. to think okay short films or animations um, oh boy this is embarrassing. Any of the Pixar shorts, like the one with the guy playing chess against himself, that one's a standout for me. Oh, solid. Yeah, though there's one actually, uh, shoot, I don't remember the name of it, but it's like, it's about a father and son, and everything's gray, and the kid goes to school, and I think it's like society and like li- adulting is sucking the life out of, and creativity out of these these two people and like i think together they're able to bring color back to their life oh, i'm trying cool. to remember the uh-huh. name of that short <clears throat> um i mean pixar always crushes it absolutely like all the all like the the bow one at the beginning of uh oh, yeah the little he that? makes the little bun and yeah yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that was good super solid um yeah, I'll be honest. Like, it's been a minute since I've consumed shorts and, and animation, so I wish I, I wish I had some more off the top of my head. But that's okay. Yeah, maybe next time. This is a good one from from William. Is it Fauché? Fauché, the French Fauché. pronunciation. Okay. French, yeah. Q for Clint. What are some of your top productivity tips, project management apps you recommend, etc.? 
That's a mm. good one. especially considering you are kind of a solopreneur. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I I think I have like some OCD. Um, what's the other one? ADHD. ADHD. Yep, that's me. <laughs> yeah. That... So yeah, that's probably yeah. like like a lot of us, you know. And and the so- social media doesn't help. Phones don't help. We're distracted right. constantly by it. So I have this thing. Actually, I got it right here. This is not planned. I just have it with me all the time. It's called a monk manual. This <gasps> thing is the best. Do you know about it? Have you heard of it? I do. I've been very interested. I have one of their PDFs. It's like they're just a day page. Yeah. And it's, I like, I have a panda planner. Okay. Similar. <laughs> right here next to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There, you know, I, I feel like there's a lot of different ones that basically do the same thing. And it's basically, um, uh, what's your plan for the day? If you don't mm-hmm. have a plan for the day, the day will have a plan for you, basically. Um, so you better plan your day and you should also plan your week probably while you're at it and also while you're at it you should probably plan your month um the monk manual that's like a three-month one so it just Mm -hmm. has like you know the month pages weekly pages daily pages so i'll go through those and just make sure before i go to bed i know what i'm doing tomorrow so i have a plan you know and of course i make sure to plan time where i don't have a plan like usually on the weekends you know Mm -hmm. so i can just go chill and like you know, go out, get some pizza, hang out with friends, whatever, go one wheeling, climbing or whatever. Um, so that's huge for me. If I, mm-hmm. if I don't, if I, if I, if I don't have that, then I'm just kind of, I can be aimless and, and waste time. And then another productivity tip for me is to go to bed early enough so I can wake up early enough. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this book called the five, five AM club. Yep. And it was like, trying to get you up at 4:45 in the morning so that you're up by five so that you can do 20 minutes of workout, 20 minutes of like meditation and 20 minutes of uh, journaling or whatever. So that by six, you're ready to go. No distractions. No one's up with you in the morning. Yeah. I tried that way too early for me, dude. Yeah. Way too early. Like sleep is so important. And, uh, so I try and get up at like seven 30, be up by eight, going by eight, you know? Um, so I would say, get up early go to bed early if mm-hmm. i stay I, it's so easy for me to stay up late you know i can stay up till 12 1 2 mm-hmm. but i know if i do that i wake up feeling stressed out already and it's like oh shoot i got all these things to do today like all this stuff i'm gonna have to like push through and yeah also and the last thing is calling it at, at six you know it's like i'm done yeah i'm a cook dinner or you know hang out with my fiance take a break and not work I close power down the computer, close the doors here and not think about work, you know? Yes. That's smart to cut off like your workspace from the rest. Cause I imagine you work at home, right? Yeah. And so to, to be able to cut that off and like close the door and you don't even have to look at it. It's literally out of your mind that that's smart. Yeah. Yeah. It helps out. It, it for sure helps out. Um, Do you have any, tr- so this is something I struggle with. Do you have trouble um, with prioritizing? Like how do you determine what is more important than something else? Yeah. Okay. Good question. Uh, so this comes from that eat that frog book. It talks mm-hmm. about what's the, what's going to happen if I don't do this sure. right now. And I'm like, Oh shoot. If I don't do this, well, it could have some repercussions if I don't do this. So sure. that should probably be a high up on the list. The other one is like, um, what are some other ones? I guess it's just like how much I care about it. You know, like if I really want to make this movie, I should probably write first thing in the morning. Cause if mm-hmm. I know if I don't write first thing in the morning, I'm not going to write later. And, uh, if I don't write later, that means I don't write that day. And then maybe I don't write the next day. And then there's not a movie then, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So like that one to me is like, I feel like that's important because it's important to just me personally. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess there isn't, now, there's repercussions if I don't do it, but it's not the end of the world. Sure. But yeah, for me, it's like super, super important. Um, what else? How do we decide what's important and what's not important? I Like I said, the OCD, you know, I could clean, 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 organize, organize. I could go through all these drawers and start pulling things out in alphabetical order on all these books. You know, <laughs> um, that's probably not as important as I'm as i'm as thinking it's almost yeah right yeah like i'll do that when i'm stressed out i'll start cleaning or i'll start organizing crap 
you know um so i just have to recognize like am i am i doing this to just get away from like doing what i should be doing and it just comes down to writing down like what what you want to do mm-hmm. what you should be doing and like having a list in front of you so that you can actually like or put it in order without a list I, I it's just in my head and my head's just like this you know <laughs> so yeah oh they, that's yeah that's that's good i i particularly like writing it out I, i'm yeah. For the most part, I'm not a big handwriting type person, but there's there's something about writing even just like notes and stuff or, or thoughts. Putting it on paper helps to kind of declutter my mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like you're taking you're taking, I guess, what's the computer analogy on that? It's like the you, random you, your RAM is yeah, your RAM is filled up, so you're writing it to like a a hard drive or something i don't know yeah no i mean that's 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 fairly that's fairly accurate yeah yeah so um i want to grab some more questions from youtube mr yeah, mr mray plays uh they ask is there a certain reason you don't use blender why do you <laughs> use the programs you use great question yeah a uh, legit question um everyone knows blender's free uh fantastic program you can do a lot in blender um I'll just tell you how I got started. So I started a program called Wings 3D. It was free. Mm-hmm. And you know what? If Blender was around when I started out, I'd probably be using Blender. Um, but I actually started with uh, Cinema 4D Release 10 was the okay. first program I started out in. And that was just the first thing I knew. And I went back and forth. I went from program to program. I actually started in C4D. I went to uh, Maya for mm-hmm. like three months after being in C4D for a few years. And then I went to uh, 3DS Max actually for six years. And wow. yeah, yeah. And then like maybe five years ago, four or five years ago, uh, I switched back to Cinema 4D. And the reason, the main reason I was flip flopping between all these programs was because the community, the people around me were using those programs. Okay. So it was the quickest way for me to learn. So when I when I was hanging out with uh, with Freddie and Brandon, and and working there uh, doing short films and whatnot, um, I think I was still using C4D at the time. But Brandon, he and Freddie, they were using 3ds Max, and that's also what Sam and Nico were using. Okay, and they were doing things in that program that I didn't know how to do in Cinema 4D, mm-hmm. and I was like, well, shoot, I want to know how to do these. How do you do this? And so that I learned 3ds Max because that's how they knew how to talk to, to teach me, you know? And then, you know, so I used that, used that for six years and then came back around to C4D. Um, because one thing I really love about C4D is just the fact that like, when you open it up, it doesn't look like, uh, it, it doesn't look like you're coding anything. Like 3ds Max is like, when I opened 3ds Max at the time, it was just like, oh my God. Just like all this text and buttons, and I was just like so confusing. But when I opened C4D, it was like playful, colorful. I was like, oh, I want to play with these things, you know. Mm. Um, so I've just put a lot of points at this point into C4D, and people ask like, oh, why don't I use Blender? Well, it's like okay, well, I, you know, I was raised using my right hand. Mm-hmm. Why would I just randomly switch to my left hand just because? It's like I would rather learn Unreal Engine. Because C4D and Blender, they're like very, very similar mm-hmm. in, in that they, you know, are, you know, 3D softwares that you can do very similar stuff in, right? Sure. I'm not going to I'm not gonna take a, a year to like switch to my left hand. I'll, I'll take a year to learn something new that I that I need to fill a gap, which for me right now is Unreal Engine. And I know I, I need to learn uh, Substance Designer, Substance Painter. Yeah. One of those two. Both of them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so that's why I'm not I'm not in Blender. Nothing wrong with Blender, but man, these program wars. Yeah, <sighs> we we catch a lot of that too. Like, oh, Final Cut versus Premiere, or the Resolve versus Vegas, or whatever. And it's like, it, it really just comes down to use use the tool that makes sense for you. Like, if if yeah. you if if you've from high school, if all you ever know is Premiere Pro, then just stick with it. It's totally okay. Like. Yeah, seriously. It works. <laughs> it's so I I don't want to say it's so dumb to focus on the tool cuz like the tool helps you do a lot of things, but like yeah. it, it what matters is what you put out with the tool. Yeah. You know? 
Yeah. Does it make a difference if I use a DeWalt drill or a Milwaukee drill? It's still going to punch a hole in the wall. Well, I'm a DeWalt fan, you know, Same. so like, yeah. Okay, okay, for sure. I, I do have a bunch of, uh, oh, they're blue. Eh, it doesn't matter. A friend of mine gave me a whole bunch of other tools. I think they're Meineke or something. I don't, and you're don't like, these matter. don't match. Yeah. God. Ah. Yeah. Uh, let's funny. see. Um, uh, real quick one from from YouTube, Michael. I'm not going to butcher your last name. Q for Clint. How long? Uh, for how long have you been doing 3D? And what are you working on right now? For sure. Okay. So I started. I started just before release 10 of C4D. So that's 12 years ago. So probably 13 to 14 years ago, I started in 3D. Um, just 3D modeling. And I love like hard surface modeling kind of stuff. Okay. I never got good at characters. I'm still not good at characters and I'm barely good at 3D. I'm only good enough at 3D to like do what I want to do, which is atmospheric environments basically, okay. which is not uh, like hard surface modeling. Uh, but modeling is what got me into 3D because okay. I love Legos. We all got to love some Legos. Yeah. Um, and what was the second part of that question? You said what? Uh, uh, what are you working on? What about, oh, yeah. Uh, let me show you. <laughs> can I share screen? You can. I can. Yeah, share screen. So then you can what pick is it, a slides or window or, um, or a screen? tab. Let's see. Share screen, the two monitors, share screen works best on a good computer. I'm on a good computer. Some screens, blah, blah, blah. Okay, let's just try it. Yeah. All right. Um, screen one. All right, you're gonna see us for two seconds. Hey now, all right. Okay. This is what I'm working on. I think this is working, right? Yep. Okay. Uh, I'm. We're doing a uh, a 3D community render challenge right now in the month of February, and it's a travel montage, right? So we're gonna be whoop traveling to the right. Scenes moving to. You can't really tell we're moving to the right, but there the you go. parallax moves that away sure or I guess yeah it goes that way yeah um so i'm building out my submission obviously i can't win my own cg challenge but um i'm live streaming the creation of like this cockpit scene uh every every week on saturday so mm. let me and i just got octane up and running again let me let me pull this out uh <gasps> i do a quick render which using your Puget Systems workstation, it is a quick render. Yeah. <laughs> just gonna plug, no, just kidding. Yeah, wow. no, it's it, it's great, yeah. So there's like the scene here, I'm just messing with lighting, basic lighting, just to like see what it's looking like. I'm almost done with modeling. Um, I'm gonna start texturing this weekend on the stream and uh, animating later. I gotta figure out how the heck I'm gonna do a character. I'm no good with characters. I think we're all in that boat though, so. Sure. Yeah, I'm just I'm amped about this. It's a uh, a lot of janky 3D modeling is what I've been up to. So okay, yeah, <laughs> that's cool. Right on. Yeah, oh, that's gonna be so much fun. I, I I was looking over the the marvelous. I think I called it the marvelous marble montage. Oh, that's that was really good. cool. That was really <laughs> neat. It just I, I love how it, like it's it's practically seamless. Like they all just flow together and stuff. For sure. That was the goal with that one. Yeah, that was the goal for sure. Super cool. Yeah. What's been, what's, what's something that stands out as a struggle with, during this particular challenge? Like on the art or like producing the challenge? Uh, let's say, say both, like being running the challenge and then also as you're creating your own submission for it. Okay, so starting the challenge, like, no joke, it was me and the moderators for like a month and a half figuring out, okay, well, what do we do? For the challenge uh we decided to go with the travel montage right uh you can choose any vehicle as long as there's a character and as long as it's moving to the right and as long as the window center frame coming up with those rules takes forever they need to be simple enough for people to understand but they also um need to like not be so open-ended that it's like oh i'm i'm paralyzed with choice like mm -hmm. I, there's too many things to do right um so coming up with the challenge getting it all set up uh figuring out the rules building the project file, I guess, very difficult. And then when the project's running, you have people answering or asking tons of questions like, can I do this? Can I do that? You know, can I put a skeleton in here? Can I turn it into a leaf thing? It's like, yes, 
You can do all those things. You can do all those things. We wrote FAQs for y'all. Just look at the FAQs. Read the rules. It makes our life easier, please. Um, yeah, so like a lot of work goes into setting it up. As far as the art goes right now for me, mm-hmm. the hardest part, oh boy. I think I've only done the easy stuff, and that was modeling. I'm going to have to get into uh, character animation. Dude, I don't even oh. – I'm going to cheat. I'm going to photo scan myself. I'm going to bust out my old kill zone costumes that are sitting in the shed back there. I'm going to put together a thing, get a motorcycle helmet. I'm going to photo scan me, run it through reality capture probably, and um, rig up the Rococo suit. Um, you know, I'm going to build out some sort of cockpit in this room, interact with the switches and the levers, and then I'm going to take that data and put it in, and I'm going to have to make it work. That's going to be tough. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. I'm gonna have to make it look as good as possible and doing a photo scan and animating, you're gonna get like you know, you see how my shirt is stretching, increasing mm-hmm. like with these different arm movements and stuff. Like you're not gonna have that in a photo scan. Mm-mm. It's uh, so I'm gonna try my best to hide that and just get a version out. So yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's cool. Yeah, right on. Let's see. Oh, uh, there we have another. There was. I thought I did have a. Oh, a KIO company on YouTube asks, yeah. "Do you prefer simulations in 3D?" Prefer as opposed to what? Like, yeah. Those, <laughs> um, I have simulated things in the past. Very simple things, like. Okay, so like, let's say instead of a photo scan, I throw some clothes on this dude and like simulate the cloth dynamics. I ain't gonna even get started with that. That's like so advanced. I like, I, it took me a month to figure that out and have it look good. I'm not ready for all those roadblocks. I don't have time for all those roadblocks right now. Mm-hmm. So I just gotta like go forward with something that works. But um, yeah, I'll simulate stuff. I'm not usually not doing like water or fire or smoke. Like in C4D, okay. I keep it simple. I like to do like just like rigid body dynamics, you know, uh, like breaking through a brick wall or something or. Uh, okay. In my current render, I'm going to have like a bunch of like little dangly trinkets in here. So when this person takes off and like blasts off, you're going to see the trinkets like, yeah, exactly. So that'll be a simulation. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm curious. Is there, is there something in particular, um, like maybe an example of a, of a, a model or effect or something that you like are str- that you'd strive for something big and brash that you would like to learn going come like in the future. Hmm. Well, you know you have you have artists like Cornelius Domrick, uh, who put together absolutely incredible pieces, uh, detailed pieces here. Maybe I can pull up something here. Yeah, you can uh, say Cornelius. Yeah, he's an incredible artist. Um, Cornelius Domrick with two A's at the. Uh, here we go. I'm maybe I'm mispronouncing his last name. Um, I mean his art is ridiculous and it's super detailed, absolutely beautiful. Um, he's probably on ArtStation here. Let's see, or is just his own website? You cool if I just screen share his website real quick? Sure, sure. All right, let's try this. Um, all right, I think this works. Okay, yeah. Yep. So his level of detail is ridiculous. Oh, wow, this is new. I hadn't seen this. I had I had a similar idea to something like wow, crazy, yeah. You remember the shot of Neo in the first Matrix where he's asleep at his computer? And it's like a top-down shot. I don't know. Huh? It's very specific, but yeah, this is very similar. It's like a similar vibe where it's like we're all just like slaving away at our computers, working super hard, and like it's to the point of it's just unhealthy, you know? Yeah. Um, oh, I, yeah. I found this website. Yeah, this dude's detail is crazy. Um, So I I aspire to do stuff like this um, with tons of detail, great materials, great lighting, good story. Um, I'm always going for stuff like this. And then there's uh, also – there's a short called Memories of Australia. Mm -hmm. And that – 
is, uh, let me see if I can, I'm trying to remember the artist's name. Andrew right, so Savanberg Hamilton? Yeah, does he have a, does he have a art station? Uh, yes, the, the art station slash artwork, capital W, capital K, 2, A, G, capital G. I'll post it in the chat as well. All right, so let me see if I can screen share a new tab real quick. Um, I'll swap. I'll swap to here in case there's something. <clears throat> let's do a Chrome tab. Art Station Memories of Australia. Yeah, let's go. All right. So this this guy. I'm not gonna play it. I don't know if it'll get demonetized. I'll just show the the images here. So this dude's inc this dude's crazy. I think he worked for like Dice and EA or, uh, oh, wow. doing uh, environments. And this is all Unreal Engine. And Oh my God, like his wow. Unreal Engine mixed with photo scans that he's doing, custom photo scans, right? It's not just like oh, your wow. mega scan stuff. It's custom stuff that like he's doing to to make his art feel unique, you know? And of course, like, well, not maybe not of course, but like this art right here is based off of one of his trips to Australia, I think is what, yeah, having moved from Australia to Sweden more than 15 years ago, I'm often struck with the crystal clear memory of a sound, smell, or particularly calm experience as a kid growing up in the land down under. This uh, is a little tribute and a collection of a few of those moments and sounds. And um, wow. so he's recreating something that exists, right? So this is a very sentimental location for him so it's going to feel unique to him as an artist right and like yeah. it's all in unreal engine it's all like real time it looks beautiful using photo scans this is what i aspire to do like i want to do environments like this in unreal engine 5 um yeah this is this is like top notch yeah that's so incredible mm-hmm that's super cool wow and i love i love that it's it it just these just these some of these pictures just these images are feels very grand like it, wow yeah give me, seriously give me, give me a little goosebumps that's cool so good all right wow it's always cool to see because you're i mean you said 12 13 years of this that puts you very well firmly into the professional category like you know what you're doing in this stuff but to see that like there's even still like more to reach for is really oh there's cool. levels yeah there's levels for sure so like i i can't wait um you know i feel like there's a side of me that loves action comedy and that's where the movie kind of stuff is the short films is all the action comedy side i love that um and then there's the side of me that's super like you know, like my darkness, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta have my darkness, uh, expressed in some sort of way and my, my moodiness and my, uh, you know, so I do that with my, with my environments, foggy, dark environments, uh, very atmospheric, that kind of very melancholy ambient music, that kind of stuff. That's where I think my 3d side is, is the most exciting for me, you know, mm -hmm. and I feel like I can just be in a world and like paint this beautiful world. So I, I, I am pushing myself here with this, with this, um, infinite journeys challenge with mm -hmm. my, you know, my little like land speeder scene. Um, but that's a good thing, you know, and, and I, and I do want to learn, uh, an easier way to, to texture. So I think sub learning substance is, mm. it's on my list. Yeah. It's on my list for sure. <laughs> Right on. Emre plays has another another question. Let's um, go. I have a question that can really help me. Do you have any tips on how to compensate our scenes so it doesn't take as much GPU memory? Oh, does he mean composite? Perhaps. Yeah, I'm wondering. Yeah, okay. Got it. So usually, what I've done in the past, Emre, is I've um, I I'll break up my foreground and my background. So uh, there's a piece of art I did um. What's the best way to show it? Um, the well, if you just have a link, you could you could just throw it to me, and I can share it. Or yeah, yeah. Um, do I have it as a picture online somewhere, or is it just a video? Um, I don't know how this works. Uh, like if I'm gonna send you. Okay, so how to send this a private chat, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. If you can just scrub, who knows if you play my video on the stream, if it'll get, if the stream will get demonetized, that oh, would be stupid. We don't. Um, 
we don't monetize any of this stuff anyway, so it's fine. Oh, okay. Then you're good. You're good. Yeah. All right. And you would have been good anyway. It just may have it may have triggered some YouTube <laughs> stupidness. Just go to the okay. beginning of that. You Which can cut one? the audio. There we go. Share. So there's yeah, that. Just... I'll, I'll inbiggin so that the thing looks better. And then, yeah, I'll keep it muted. So Yeah. So when it cuts out to the wide, I can talk, I can talk about it. Yeah. And you can turn off the the Chinese subtitles too. <laughs> oh, <whoops. laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Uh, you're good. So, you, you're to chill. Yeah, just wait for it. It'll, oh, it's okay. coming up soon. Um, yeah, you can go pause it right there. Yeah. Okay. So this is like an example of when I split up the foreground and background. I ran out of VRAM and I had to do exactly that. Right. So like the foreground and background, it's a very clear. You can tell it's very very clear. It's the grass line. Right mm -hmm. and the and the little logs, so I just did a a foreground pass uh, with a z depth um, pass that I used uh, to split up the foreground and the background. Or I just rendered it out with alpha basically, so it's transparent. Okay. And then the background is its own render as well. And there's a couple artists doing that um, in the Infinite Journeys challenge as well. Like, you know, we all don't have quadro cards, right? So we're having to do that. You can, I'd say, use a use 2k textures even 1k textures when possible and then switch them out for larger textures if needed like if you can really tell they're low res and they're in the foreground um, as opposed to just loading it with 4k textures and then having to change them all to 1k textures later but uh yeah i use after effects for this you can also use fusion in davinci it's free um mm -hmm. yeah split split up your render into layers maybe you have to do a foreground midground and background and it's like three passes and you just got to get smart with like hiding your seams essentially okay so yeah that would be that's how i've done it in the past i'd give that a shot maybe it'll help yeah that's pretty cool uh another another to add on uh sotomonte said uh, a good tip for memory management is to use low res textures and then when you're done increase the resolution from most to less important Yep. Uh, albedo in foreground, albedo middle, roughness foreground. Yep, exactly. Exactly. 100%. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, oh, hey, we'll go. We'll just grab another one from YouTube. Pyramid yeah, Scheme uh, asks question for Clint What programs do you use in your workflow, i.e., concept, uh, co concepting, modeling, sculpting, set design, texturing, rendering, compositing? Yeah. Um, okay, so I'll, I will talk about the ones I'm using right now, uh, and then I'll just talk about the ones I want to add. So yeah. it always starts with references and and ideas, right? So I use PureRef for that, it's free. Uh, and it's just like a very simple program to throw a bunch of pictures into, organize them, scale them up, scale them down, label them if you want. And that's like your, your reference board. So I'm constantly adding to that throughout the project. Um, I mean, heck, I'll even show. I'll show you what mine's look looks like right now for uh, for this challenge. Sure. We're, we're talking about it, so I might as well pull it up. All right. I'll share screen again. Eh. All right. All right. Say hello. Hello. We're on the stream. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. All right. Um. This is it. Right here. So this is PureF, super cool. A lot of you probably know about it. Um, this is like my work and what I want to do to it. This is my concept that I did in Photoshop. So Photoshop is another program I use. Um, and then these are just a bunch of images I pulled from Google of like car interiors. I have like fire hydrants. I have uh, throttle, different throttles, different steering wheels, all referencing that stuff, different bucket seats and, you know, fighter pilot seats all that good stuff and like over here we got dash dashboards different layouts for you know we got mad max of course good stuff yeah. um and then we got some characters i'll be adding to this as i go um so yeah that's that's a program i use pure f for for all that stuff photoshop of course i use after effects for compositing all my stuff whether i'm doing like 3d composites or if i'm doing like 2D composites, um, just mm -hmm. traditional VFX. I use Cinema 4D for my 3D stuff. Let me just go down 
the bottom of my screen here. Um, it's all running right now. Yeah. <laughs> I have Unreal Engine. Uh, I use that. I use Reality Capture for my photo scans. Mm -hmm. uh, Quixel, of course, for a ton of assets. I use DaVinci for editing because it's free and also because it's, it's great. Um, what else do I use? Um, Lightroom for my photography. Um, well, uh, Octane is my renderer of choice. Um, I I want to learn Substance Substance uh, Painter. I think Substance Painter is the one that uh, Designer is the one where you design painters and learn to paint. That's pretty self-explanatory. Uh, Marvelous yeah. Designer probably want to learn a little bit of that too. Maybe Daz. I, I want to learn some character stuff. Um, but I think Substance is probably at the top of my list right now. Um, Unreal Engine is at the top as well. So. Yeah, uh, yeah, those Man, are the ones. That's incredible. I, I'm the things that people are doing with with Unreal. Um, I know it's, it's <laughs> so just it's, it's just crazy. And, and I, I've said this before, and I feel like it's just the gap is closing, closing, closing. There, we will see a time where you're not going to be able to tell the difference it, it, from CG, even people, um, and and regular live action stuff. Like it's already tough with some VFX as it is, um, like from like the Marvel stuff, right? Um, but the that power is very much trickling down to uh, where it's not unreasonable to think. I mean, look what stuff like Matt Workman is is doing. Mm -hmm. you know, that's amazing. So yeah, Unreal Engine is cool. Yeah, it's amazing. I can't wait to keep using it and keep working in it and combine that with like photo scans from reality capture and like the two basically that workflow mm -hmm. is like i could see that being my dream workflow that, that oh. would be the perfect the perfect workflow for 3d yeah. so then you just play like whatever you put in your scene like you're just dropping mountains you're dropping cars you're dropping like uh you know brick walls all photo scanned right and it looks so it looks real yeah. and unreal 5 can handle it yeah. Right, so it's ah oh, so good. I was I was gonna ask how Unreal was gonna fit into like kind of what you do now. Like, what is the goal there? Um, I think it'll help me. Like, uh, I love it for its real time environment stuff. Okay, it, it's just a more seamless way to create environments, um, as opposed to like having to model your environments and like, you know render them out, wait for render times and all that stuff. So that's the most exciting thing for me is just the real time uh, storytelling and concepting uh, environments and whatnot. And then of course, like, you know, people ask like, oh, is your movie gonna be in three, is it a 3D movie or is it, no, it's gonna be filmed like a normal movie, live action movie. Um, but I think I'm going to incorporate some sort of virtual wall um to make things easier so sure. unreal will come in in handy for sure there as yeah. well yeah yeah um, that's that's so cool i'm I, <laughs> I love seeing both sides of of this like kind of i guess resurgence in virtual production because uh, having spoken with the, this gentleman noah kadner there's a lot more that comes under that virtual production umbrella than i think a lot of people realize like oh probably yeah t today we think oh mandalorian led volumes or uh or green screen stuff like mm -hmm. in you know and that's about it that mandalorian footage has been showed so many times <laughs> like i'm sick of it it's like show some other footage please like there's gotta yeah. be another example <laughs> the, the, yes and and man it, it is there's more to it there's so much more than uh, than people don't realize like sports casting a lot of times those are completely virtual sets they're not really on the thing that you are seeing that sort of oh. stuff um the stuff that they paint onto the field a lot of the advertisements along the edges that's all comped in after the fact or or, or live during during live I've never understood that. I, I don't understand how that works. That's crazy. It's, it's comped in as part of the stream. I mean, no no different than like the overlay that we see here. Yeah, but they have like real time uh, uh, like occlusion. Are they pulling mm -hmm. a key? Is there are they are they green screening the field? Like how are they getting the, it, the the players to like step over the stuff? You know, I could see that there's some sort of depth. 
I could guess. Uh, I'm I'm audience surrogate here, so I'm not. I don't have my fingers real deep into it, but I could guess where there's some sort of depth mapping happening, where they can tell um, tracking. Even you can you can circle out different players and say, okay, whoop, that guy crossed in front of the line. It's like live tracking, live rotoscoping, live mm-hmm. comping. It, I, I don't understand it. I would love to hear the, more the about power that. power is in, is intense. They, we're talking racks. Like you got a monster machine. Yeah. Imagine, you know, twelve for you, eight eight of your quadros in one monster server machine, and then there's going to be like ten of those. It, wow. And I'm sure there's custom stuff too that goes beyond just what you pull off of a shelf. Like they've they've got to have you know specialty equipment for some of that stuff too. But that would be a question more for Kelly of exactly how they could do that sort of a thing because he's our 3d unreal kind of uh, uh expert and so that's a good but, one you should ha- you should have someone on here to talk about that because oh, like man. i'm curious that, that's good well I'll look into that actually that's a good idea yeah um oh josh evans on youtube says i do that kind of stuff custom dedicated servers software combo from one company mainly so, okay okay yeah i'm just curious how they're doing live tracking and live rotoing and like are they pulling keys and like are they cleaning those keys up like uh, i don't see any fun we'll like get, we'll get josh on the next one maybe because <laughs> yeah that would be um yeah that would be very interesting the screens they put the ads on the infrared so you can so you have a perfect mat that makes sense oh yeah um, I've seen like on um, like at baseball games where they'll rotate like a, a fabric or something and one panel will be green and they mm-hmm. can just cut out and put anything they want there. Um, cameras are on tripods, probably report to pan tilt zoom to assist with track. But yeah, there's there's some pretty some pretty interesting tech going on behind the scenes in there. That, that Could you imagine being like the one person having to set that up? It's like, we're trying to do this. We don't know how it works. You got to figure it out. It's like, oh, what? <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Uh, cut <laughs> <to> commercial. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, oh, man, some of that is it's just super cool. I'm, I'm so excited for to be to be living in, in the time that we are now is is. Amazing. Oh, we're so lucky. Yeah. yeah. We're so lucky. We have life so easy. Like, could you imagine being a caveman? Oh, right. Well, a little easier on, on some aspects and then and then a little tougher in others, you know, because like caveman's mm-hmm. only got to worry about survival, you know, don't have to worry about paying all bills. The, all, yeah. Like all, yeah. The, all the social aspect of, of humanity that has changed, I think. Like how awkward it's, it is, like when like you're hanging out at a party and like you go to introduce yourself, but then they introduce themselves at the same time. And mm-hmm. you're like, oh, 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 you know, that's awkward. And like, yeah. they probably don't have, they probably don't have that, you know. Actually, that kind of leads to another question I saw earlier. Um, there was how it was, it was kind of a, I can't remember exactly who, who was asked it, but it surrounded, um, like, how do you handle the stress? Oh, here it is from Fury DT on YouTube. How do you deal with the stress of putting your art out there for everyone to see? I like for everything to be perfect, and I often throw projects out if I don't think they live up to standards. Um, I I don't know. I'll only put stuff out if I like it, if I if I if I love it, if I think it's great, and if I think it represents like what I'm trying to go for, or where mm-hmm. I am as an artist, or like, and and as long as I'm happy with it then I have to take peace with that. But also at the same time, like be realistic. I want everyone else to like it too. And if no one else likes it or they hate it for whatever reason (laughs) and no one likes it, then it's like, well, dang, that's interesting. Uh, I would have hoped that you would have liked it, you know? Yeah. But, um, I don't know. I'm usually like, usually the stress comes like from uploading a video. Let's just say I upload a video. Yeah. The stress comes from making sure I uploaded it properly, <laughs> making sure I got all the links and I referenced it here and did the push there, push here. Uh, and oh my God, did I misspell something? I had to take a video down because I misspelled this dude. Uh, I love this artist so much. He passed away last year. I made a video for him. Uh, we were supposed to make a video together. He passed away. I finished the video, put it out. I misspelled his darn name. Oh. I'm like, heck no. I took that video down. That's stressful. That's stressful. Yeah. yeah. Put it back up. Um, so like 
I'm, I'm less concerned about what people think. Like what people think is after I'm like done dealing with my stress of like uploading it and taking a break. And then I come back and people are like, yeah, it's great. It's great. It's great. It's great. I'm like, oh, okay, it's good. And then if it's like, oh, I didn't like the way you did this or like, I, I really not cool with blah, 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 blah. Then like, that's a little stressful, but I'll try and stay away from it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that ties back to like, just before the stream, we were talking about how a lot of the content that we consume, we don't really, or a, 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 the vast majority don't really understand the work that goes into that final product. And I think that makes it easy to criticize when there's like no skin in the game kind of. And, oh, 100%. and I, I, I like that we're, we do see a lot of behind the scenes content from creators. Like this is how I actually made this. This is how long it actually took. Um, and I think that's important to highlight. Yeah. Agreed. Absolutely. And, and then, and then it also educates people on like, if they want to do it themselves, they can give it a shot. Like, Oh, this is actually what goes into it. Okay. Okay. I could do this. Or there's no way I'm doing this. Like I'm good. You know, <laughs> yeah. Which one might, might be a positive. So, yeah. Um, man, we're, we're just at our hour. Um, would you like to take one more question? Yeah. Okay. Um, I like this one from Stephen W. Howard. Actually, I think this is Galad. He does digital Lego. If I, I think so, we had a previous guest of ours. What is the oh, most yeah. challenging aspect you see of being a 3D artist today with the access to tools and tutorials we have? Developing your own style. I'd say. Yeah. Like we got packs, assets, tuts everywhere. Everyone's kind of doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. To stand out and develop your own style is the hardest part. That's the biggest challenge. Um, so I'd say to those people following tutorials, um, take the tutorial, do it your own version. Do your own version. Take the knowledge, apply it to something else. Um, don't upload a tutorial thing and say this is what you did. Like it's cool to show that you did this, you followed a tutorial, but it's not your art really. It's like you just followed someone's step-by-step thing and like it's exactly from the tutorial like no no no. put your own stuff into that you know or it's like you know you have a bunch of bunch of kit bash stuff out right Mm -hmm. online and everyone's using the same kit bash pack and it's like okay well this is just the same thing just ordered differently Mm -hmm. so make your own kit bash pack you know how unique that's gonna be that's gonna take you're gonna stand out from everyone else so I'd say the hardest part is developing your own personal style um, as opposed to copying other people's styles. But copying other people's styles is – that's the way I started actually. Like I love drawing, right? So I would draw other people's drawings. Yeah. Um, I'd be really proud of it. And then at a certain point, I had to draw my own drawing and that's the hardest part. So – but you can do it, I believe. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Awesome. Well, I think that's a good place to, to wrap it up. Um, cool. Before we, Houston, I, I appreciate you, man. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Oh, this, this was a lot of fun. It went really fast. I, I feel like I know. we could have gone easily another hour without without even Same. like being tired. Um, so it, before we do go, uh, is there anything you'd like to shout out or, or link or what should everybody go do after this? Um, go for a walk. Take a break. Uh and then uh, come back and do something you're passionate about. Yeah, uh, I'd say I'd say that's that's about it. <laughs> right on. Also, um, I want to say uh, your challenge this this month. It's a monthly thing, right? Your yeah, yeah. Your challenge thing. Um, where do they go to find that? Just your YouTube. Yeah, the challenge announcement video probably has everything from there. My YouTube channel. Yeah, my YouTube channel. YouTube.com/slash/ponisher. P W N I S H E R, and yeah. uh, you'll see the Infinite Journeys 3D Community there Challenge. I will grab it and link it in the chat. Yeah, we're we're chilling on our on the Discord. Um, so we're up in the Discord. Uh, you know, you can download the project files. You can get started. It's not too late. You know, probably got like maybe ten days left. It's not too late to hop in, submit something by February twenty seventh, eleven fifty nine p.m. PST. I'm gonna judge them all that following Saturday. Live judge it and. Uh, not all of them. I'll judge the top 100. There's there's 5,000 plus artists right now. Wow. Yeah, it's double our max from the from two challenges ago. Yeah, it's crazy. That's awesome. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's about to be nuts. Um, so. Uh, oh, that's gonna be so much fun for you though. 
oh it's great the best part is like watching all the submissions come in and like that we, we announced the submission link last sat or like a few days ago god yeah. the week is moving quick yeah and uh yeah it's gonna awesome. be a good time yeah well right on well yeah so go check out Clint's 3D challenge. I put the link in the chat, uh, the YouTube and the Discord link. Go check that out for him and follow him on all the social media links and stuff that you find for for Clint and us as well. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll say well thanks, Clint, for taking time out of your day to, to yeah. talk with me today. This is a this is a lot of fun. Absolutely, Houston. I'm I'm down to come back on anytime. If you need if you need a spot to be filled, I'm I'm down. Just reach out and uh, oh, super. I do got to say, you know, um, I I really love what you guys do i think you do a very professional super job and like it's unmatched i think is it is unmatched i was blown away by by everything so yeah yeah i'm trying to build a pc puget systems baby as long as you're in the u.s (laughs) there you go there you go um, I also like to thank the audience as well for joining us. Um, man, thank you, Clint, in particular. I know I knew your clout was going to bring in a good a good crowd of people. Oh, so thank you all for <laughs> for joining us and hanging out with us uh, today. We do this um, Wednesdays, though that might be changing. So just follow follow us on the social media. We'll we'll shout out any changes. Generally, we do this Wednesdays um, with con season coming. Uh, that might change to Fridays. So keep an eye out on our, the Puget System social media um, for, for any updates on that. Um, but yeah, thanks. Thanks, everybody. And thank you, Clint. And uh, yeah, thanks, chat. Appreciate you. We'll, thanks, Houston. Yeah, we'll, we'll see you all next time. Later.